0: This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Honey. All right, so we've previously received confirmation from the military and former uh, member of Blink-182, Tom DeLong, that UFOs are absolutely real. That's right. And in addition to that, at least a few hundred people from the Internet stormed the gates of Area 51 in the summer of 2019 in order to either rescue some aliens or clap some alien butt cheeks. But now, there are even more alien mysteries afoot.
1: Yeah, I miss the days of Storm Area 51. Life was a lot simpler back then. Can you believe that was only a year ago? Yeah, feels a lot longer. Yeah. Anyway, news recently broke of a discovery made in Utah last week by the state's Department of Public Safety while assisting the Division of Wildlife Resources uh, to count sheep. From a helicopter. Yeah. You know, it's important work. Someone's got to do it. Let's go over that again, though. A crew inside of a helicopter was counting sheep. Bighorn sheep, to be exact. Mm -hmm. I'm glad none of them fell asleep while they were
0: (laughs) flying a helicopter. That's literally what should happen.
1: All right. How's it going? Oh, yeah. Mass casualty event. (laughs) There you go. That's why they're the ones doing it,
0: not just your average Joe. They got so many cups of coffee and Red Bull up there in that helicopter. (laughs) Yeah. Don't count
1: for too long. Take breaks.
0: We go in shifts. (laughs) Anyway, while they were
1: flying around a remote part of Utah, which is most of Utah, they spotted something that did not fit in with the rest of the natural landscape. A 10 to 12 foot tall silver monolith planted firmly into the rocky surface somewhere outside the city of Moab. Not the mother of all bombs, but an area known for its prehistoric past, thanks to an abundance of dinosaur fossils and preserved tracks. Spooky. So this was obviously planted back then. I like that everyone just went with the word monolith here. Just naturally.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. It's a monolith. We've seen it before in science fiction. It's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. That's what it is. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Uh, From local news outlet KSL TV, one of the biologists is the one who spotted it and we just happened to fly directly over to the top of it, said pilot Brett Hutchings. He was like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? And he's like, there's this thing back there. We've got to go look at it. And then I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. But they did yeah despite their what the choice they should have made is just run as fast as possible yeah uh, but anyways the crew circled back and landed the helicopter to take a closer look. They couldn't believe their eyes. Tucked in a red rock cove was a shiny metal monolith protruding from the ground quote "I'd say it's probably between 10 and 12 feet higher. We were kind of joking around that if one of us suddenly disappears then the rest of us make a run for it. So they had a plan going in. And the funny thing is, like (laughs) the pictures of it, they're like, well, all right, so it's solid on all sides. Mm, Maybe there's something in the top of it we can get a good look at. So there's a picture of literally two full-grown men one standing on the shoulders of the other one, like looking over to see if there's anything inside.
1: And it's just a little hand drawn picture of dick butt on the top. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just a dick butt. Yeah. yeah.
1: No. But uh, Hutchings, he said it didn't look like it was dropped into the ground from above. It was firmly planted there. Mm-hmm. By whom? Which we don't to know. Say? Quote, we were thinking, is this something NASA's stuck up here or something? Are they bouncing satellites off of it or something? No I idea. Know. That said, the crew decided that it did not appear that there was any scientific purpose to it.
0: Ooh. <laughs> So, uh... According to the biologists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't know. What is this? I mean, the photos and video of the object confirms everything that they described. It's just a giant silver pillar implanted into the ground in what is essentially the middle of nowhere. The crew that found the object even refused to give out the precise location of it, saying that it would be too dangerous to do so because the rough terrain that people would encounter in order to get to it would prove to be too dangerous, and getting a quick rescue that far out isn't really
0: feasible. No. So... That look, sounds like a challenge. It kind of is. Like, people in Utah, especially during a pandemic, not a lot going it's on. The only
1: clues we have, like, it's in the state of Utah, and it's where Longhorns graze. So you can
0: narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, where the sheep are. It's outside of Moab. But there's, like, if yeah. you look at Moab, like, every, every direction around it is federal land that's a state park. Yeah. Uh, there are people on Reddit who have, like, you know, already mul- multiple like uh, like Google Maps screen captures and mm-hmm. like guessing, uh, but still, no one's found the. You got to get those
1: guys. Uh, there's this team of uh, researchers. I think they work for the BBC, mm-hmm. but they uh, they've done a few videos where they like managed to geolocate viral. Like they 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 geolocated some like war atrocity in Africa, just mm-hmm. based off of, like, the silhouettes of mountains in the
0: background. Yeah, it might be something, so, uh, yeah. something to this. Uh, or just hand it off to a bunch of Twitch streamers to do that guesser game and uh, yeah. you'll find it <laughs> in no time. Yeah. Uh But yeah, like, uh it could be something from Aliens, but having said all that... Uh, it, I think it's just someone being a little facetious out there. Yeah, it, it's not impossible for someone to have trucked this thing out there and planted it into the ground or, hell, even... Chartered a helicopter to lift it there. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably an art installation. We're definitely leaning on the side of a. This is an artist who's, I I don't know how long, but been eagerly waiting for this installation to be discovered. I mean, the the pillar looked clean, very clean. But there's not a lot like going I mean, on it's, out it's there. Dusty, and it though, was in the middle it? of like a cove, yeah. so it was protected okay. from the elements somewhat. But it's like, the same thing happened here uh, in Southern California, like, a couple of years back, like, way out in the middle of the desert, just randomly, there was a beautiful pool. Yeah. And you'd, like, press a button, and it would open up, and you could go in a pool in the middle of the desert. Some artists recently
1: uh, put a installation in the middle of, like, the Sahara Desert, where if you find it, it's just uh, a table with, like, headphones, and you, it only plays Darude Sandstorm <laughs> on loop. Well, that's great. Uh, I... I This is fun stuff. Yeah, I like this kind of thing. These stories are It's like Pokemon Go, but, uh, you know, not Pokemon.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those... Mysterious sculptures. What's the term? uh, uh, Geocaching. Geocaching. It's like geocaching. I've found those things inadvertently on hikes. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. So this is just an extreme version of that, I think. I'm into it. But look, even if it was an artist who installed this thing there... What's the point? Get people talking. I guess. Yeah, freak people out, conjure up thoughts of alien life forms visiting Earth and placing this monolith out in the middle of nowhere for some reason. Yeah, it's fun.
1: Yeah, they've probably been waiting for a while. It's like someone's God damn it. Why did I put it in the middle of fucking nowhere?
0: Well, it also, you know, as you said to the elements thing, it's very clean now. But it could have been like an advertisement for anything, and the 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 wind and the sand just yeah burned it down to its core. Yeah probably It was probably like in The Simpsons where they find the angel and it just is a brand new mall that's opening. <laughs> this is like an old mall directory. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, with the speed of the news cycle and people's attention spans at an all-time low these days, you would assume that an artist would have come forward by now. Mm-hmm. Um, adding fuel to the speculation that this monolith is actually an alien construction is an updated statement from the Utah Bureau of Land Management who was released in the wake of the worldwide attention brought on by the Discovery, which states... Although we can't comment on active investigations, the Bureau of Land Management would like to remind public land visitors that using, occupying, or developing the public lands or their resources without a required authorization is illegal, no matter what planet you're from. So, yeah, no one's going to come out and be like, yeah, I'm the one who, like, committed
0: that crime. But, I mean, what are they, like, okay, it's not even, like, trespassing, what, there's... The risk is so low that you're going to actually do time for this. And the, the I reward they, is that you'll get a lot of likes on social media. So I think they might make
1: an example out of you. Like the you South, can't do it right now. It's COVID. The Southwest in particular has a bunch of uh, sort of e- fairly easily accessible, like extremely old Native American structures that like yeah. they're constantly like every year some fucking dumbass yeah. like tags it up or something. And they always, like, they, they're just like, no, you're, you're busted. Like, wow. we're not going to let this one slide. You, you tainted a 5,000-year-old structure.
0: Well, it, look, there's only one Banksy on Earth. And for whatever reason, I mean, he's kept his mouth shut and everyone mm-hmm. he works with. Creating which, COVID. Too busy doing that. Yeah, well, it's, his identity is, you know, it's kind of sort of out there. Yeah. It's not confirmed or whatever. But, like, this, someone's going to talk. This is more than a one-man job. Yeah. Someone's going to talk. There's links in the chain and they're gonna break. We're gonna find out. One man or one
1: Maybe they died of COVID
0: after they put it up and we'll never hear. (laughs) Look, look, the bonus on all of this is the actual local news segment that originally brought the story to light, which is apparently resorting to some pretty low budget methods in order to visualize this discovery. Uh, This is most likely due to the pandemic, uh, maybe reduced newsroom budgets or staffing, but just look at this.
1: The crew of the Utah DPS helicopter traveled to Southern Utah on a mission to count Bighorn's life forms with wildlife officers. And, uh, he's like, whoa, 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 turn around, turn around. And I was like, what? And he's like, there's this thing, there's this thing back
0: there. We got to go look at
1: it. Yeah, I mean, they could have just keyframed it, but that's a lot more fun. So. Yeah, they had a good time with it. Yeah. It's a
0: fun story all around.
1: Anyway, based on the update from officials in Utah, everyone's having fun with it, which is nice. I mean, we still think it's an art installation, probably, but are willing to bend our typically skeptical minds a bit because finding a giant fucking metal object in an area of Earth that actually looks pretty otherworldly to begin with, is just very cool. Yeah. And yes. it's a nice little story to spice up an otherwise depressing few weeks of news. We found a monolith! So all hail the monolith. I, me, personally, I welcome the monolith. <laughs> I, with open arms. Yeah. Love it. Uh, but, yeah, for the love of God, Utah Land Bureau, do not try to pull it out of the ground. You might unplug it from the other end of the earth, or maybe it's in there. It's
0: blocking the demons from getting out. It could be. But uh, uh, th- another thing on Reddit is they mapped the exact opposite location of it, and it's in the middle of the Indian Ocean. So if yeah. they unplug it, the whole world could go, like a bathtub. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be very careful about that. <laughs> Just leave it be. Uh, anyways, really quick. Uh, here's a quick... Trump transition update, and then we'll get into the real meat and potatoes of today's episode, Belle Delphine being too hot for YouTube. Now, among other things, uh, Donald Trump, he's finally starting to crack a little bit, and his administration is finally starting to acknowledge the Biden transition team in order to get a foothold before he's sworn in on January, or in January. Uh, The GSA, or General Services Administration, which is currently being headed up by Emily Murphy, who is one of the people that was just... Putting the brakes on this whole thing. Well, I don't know how I can do a
1: transition when we're still not sure who won. But no, we're all pretty fucking sure at this point.
0: Everyone's confirming Uh, results. I don't know. Are we, though? Guys, I'm really stuck between a rock and a hard place. No, you're not. Do your job. Anyways, she has finally signed off on the election results and made uh, vital post-election resources available to Joe Biden and his team so they can continue preparing for the transition of power.
1: Yeah, Pennsylvania has joined Michigan and Georgia in officially certifying their election results, which further confirms that Joe Biden has indeed won the 2020 presidential election. Uh, The Trump legal team uh, fired slash refused to even acknowledge one of their most prominent members, Sidney Powell, seen here looking like some sort of demon uh, because she was apparently too much of a nut job even for their gang of misfits. Yeah. They're pretending they never even knew her, but she
0: was a, a coffee
1: boy. Literally a week ago, just like, so so glad to have Sidney Powell, our, our pit bull, on she this was legal team.
0: There, right behind Giuliani, while his face was leaking. No, nope. she was right there.
1: Never heard of her.
0: The most famous video from last week.
1: You know, she she got in, She picked a fight with Tucker Carlson, and a lot of people think that's what did her in. Oh, could
0: be. Yeah. Could anyway,
1: be. just today, the White House officially signed off on Joe Biden getting the president's daily brief. Mm-hmm. So it's done, folks. As we said like two weeks ago, Joe Biden is the next president. There is a 0% chance that Trump randomly pulls something out of his ass that has any merit at this point. It's all over, but the crying. It sure is. Um, Trump still refuses to acknowledge reality, though. So, I mean, that's been fun to watch. His supporters in Georgia are now turning... (laughs) I love this so much. The supporters, the Republicans in Georgia, the hardcore MAGA ones, Uh they're now turning against the Republican Party in Georgia. Because they're the ones being like, no, the election... They're just just rolling over and letting this happen. It's like, yeah, I mean, the fucking, what do you want? It's It's done. done. But they're like, they're saying, a lot of them are saying that they're not even going to bother showing up for the Georgia runoff election because Georgia is voting again pretty soon.
0: Yeah, uh, for the Senate. For two Senate seats. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Two very important Senate seats because it could flip the Senate to the Democrats. Yes. And the MAGA supporters are like, nah, GOP. No, no, no. Yeah. If if the Republicans lose these two
1: seats, they'll have pretty much no real power <laughs> in the government. Yeah. A- aside from, like, all their Supreme Court people. But, uh, yeah, they would lose the Senate and the presidency. They haven't had the House for a while. So, yeah. But Republicans down in Georgia are so fucking pissed that their state flipped to Biden. They're like, you know what? Fuck these people. Let's not even bother voting for, uh, you know, Kelly Loeffler or that other <laughs> psycho. We're just we're going to stay home and show them you know, show them that they need us. They need yeah. to fight harder for us. Let's yeah. let the Democrats win. What a great idea. Yeah. You know what? I love watching it. I would be so offended if you did that. Why <laughs> would. not do it. I would be crying and malding, and I, it would just ruin my year if you didn't vote for
0: the Republicans in the Senate. It's so fun to watch, actually, though. Mm. Yep. Snake-eating its own tail and all that. But uh, you're asking yourself right now, you're looking at us and you're saying, guys, what does famed actor Randy Quaid have to say about all this? I couldn't get this to play. Uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, I found the video. It? It's, it's like still it, appearing on other people's tweets? Yeah, timelines, it wouldn't show up on it's his, not in timeline, his timeline.
1: And I'd open it up and it'd just be a spinning
0: wheel. Well, so it's because he's telling the truth. and Twitter was, I, uh, I know. I was that. like, oh, should I do, uh, Twitter doing the, the shadow banning? Well, we can't even do this uh, the justice it deserves. Just, here's a clip. But they forgot the window. <laughs> The only difference between the
1: 2016 election and 2020 is Fox News. Wow, great stuff, Randy. Mm -hmm. Good to have you back. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Honey. Are you still shopping online without Honey? What are you doing? At this time of year especially, what are you doing? Yeah. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them when you're checking out. Honey is basically your online shopping best friend. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then, when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Then wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons for that site, and if Honey finds working codes, it'll apply the best one to your cart. This is so, like right now, every website that sells things on the internet has coupon codes codes floating around.
0: Yes, uh, I I got a few things for uh, my brother and uh, his daughter. Uh, and uh, it was just like everything else. He finds the codes. Uh, All of them, I put a personal note in the gift that says, don't visit, and just enjoy the gift. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go. Stay away. But yeah, uh, coupon codes are pretty much everywhere, specifically for the next two weeks. But you'll always find them throughout the year. Right now, though, insane. Uh, Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. Honey supports all kinds of retailers, from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands and even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and it works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today by visiting our link, joinhoney.com slash itdaily. That is joinhoney.com slash itdaily so that they know that we sent you. Thanks, Honey, for supporting today's episode and check them out.
1: Anyway, gamer boys and gamer girls, start bottling up that Mm -hmm. bathwater because there was almost a shortage of the bathwater this past week. And it could have led to a drought. Yeah. Belle Delphine got hit with the ban hammer over this past weekend as her YouTube account was terminated from the service. Uh, the excuse from YouTube was that uh, her channel had severely violated the platform's sexual content policies. And uh, for a significant amount of time, if you tried to visit her channel, you would be met with a red banner that stated, This account has been terminated due to multiple or severe violations of YouTube's policy on nudity or sexual content. This, this account has violated no nut november. Bonk.
0: Bonk. <laughs> yeah, instead of the little like Go to stack of TVs yeah. and the dinosaurs, it's just the bonk meme. Bonk. <laughs> what um. are you doing? <laughs> you know what? Monk. Get out of here. <laughs> we just went over this in September. Uh, In an interview with Motherboard, Delphine said that YouTube had previously removed one of her videos and warned her that if she continued to post content that violated their rules, uh, she would start receiving strikes, which would eventually result in a permanent ban. But apparently the ban this weekend still came as a bit of a surprise to her. Quote, It seems that YouTube, without giving clear rules on their guidelines, picks and chooses who they wish to be rid of at any moment. The problem with this is these platforms are entire businesses for us creators, and that one person, without real reason, can switch it off. It's just a monopoly on the market at this point. There is no way for me to build on another platform which hosts videos in the same way. I have lost 1.8 million subscribers at the push of a button.
1: Damn. Uh, Anyway, her channel hold on, simps, things going to be okay because the channel has been reinstated. Yes. And while the original video that started this whole snowball is still unavailable, fan reactions to it, including clips from the video itself, are still widely available on the platform. So, again, YouTube continues to not make sense, especially when you consider that her videos, while they do ride the line as far as sexual content goes, don't really go above and beyond what you could find in any number of hugely popular videos, especially music videos on the site. Although, I will say music videos are usually pretty on the money about marking their content as mature.
0: So you have to be like signed in and shit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so the the one that got banned is this thing for plushy gun. It was a music video, mm -hmm. technically. Okay. I I think that, look, conspiracy hat on from earlier. Maybe she's doing music videos because those can be labeled as artistic Mm -hmm. and it uh, allows for their guidelines because her, Comeback video where she announces her OnlyFans, that's a music video as well, Mm. well. and it's pretty sexually explicit, just like the one that got banned. But yeah, Plushy Gun, uh, it certainly merits the age gate. uh, uh, Just like her other video has, and it's still up. I'll be honest, I have never watched any,
1: like all I know, I've seen stills of her. I remember her from the Bathwater thing, but I I don't know like why
0: she's famous or anything. I watched the Plushy Gun video because it is available elsewhere on YouTube. And I was like, "Okay, well, how bad could this be?" I mean, it's (laughs) don't call me a square, okay, but it really does ride that line. Well, maybe I'll check it out. She has a penis gun that she licks a whole bunch, and uh, (laughs) you can you can see things a bit. All right, a bit. She's also uh, apparently putting out a hardcore porno on Christmas Day. What? Her OnlyFans is pretty hardcore. Really? Yeah, uh, like uh, I've seen uh, on Twitter, like there's like she'll pu- she'll post like samples. I did do a lot of research for this video. Uh, samples on uh, it's like I think it's like things certain things are covered up, but it's like literally if you had to go into Photoshop and go like right on the border of okay. uh, of a part there. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, look, uh, you know this is art. Yeah. I think it's just that Belle Delphine is simply too hot for YouTube. Belle Delphine is a sex worker, and sex workers are workers too. Damn exactly. it. Exactly. And they need to get just as much access to marketing as anybody else. Yeah. But uh, look, it, it either she's too hot for YouTube or YouTube was just looking out for people who were right at the breaking point on No the Nut November. The month is almost over. You, Why are you hold
1: out a little bit longer. Belle Delphine, there's only like <laughs> six more days left of
0: No Nut November. Why would you go and do this? Yeah. Uh, either way, the channel's back. She doesn't even appear to use it that much, like once every couple yeah, of months. Yeah,
1: she's probably making bank on
0: OnlyFans. Yeah, well, she got that hardcore porno coming out at the end of December, so we'll see how that goes. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's look at another content creator who has been banned. And
1: this time, it's a whole lot easier to pick sides because, um, well, damn it, this is an absolutely perfect example of a large company rake stepping as hard as humanly possible by doing exactly the opposite of what should have been done. Mm-hmm. So, Tony Pilosino found the perfect combination between work and Entertainment, excitement, and passion. When he started uploading TikTok videos of his part-time job at a Sherwin Williams paint store, uh, the videos were pretty basic stuff. The main draw was watching paint being mixed to create different colors. Mm-hmm. But we all know why videos like this get wildly successful. I mean, it's interesting. It's fun to watch. It has a bit of it's like visual ASMR. It's just some nice, harmless, calm content. It's the kind of stuff we need right now. Mm-hmm. I mean.
0: It's it's really it's like the, power washing porn. Yeah like, When you're watching that and you're like, oh, this is kind of soothing.
1: I, yeah, like I when I'm trying to fall asleep, I, there's a couple like gif channels on Reddit that I go to and mm-hmm. one is just like mechanical gifs. It's oh, just yeah, like yeah. showing how machines work and it just
0: oh, I love it. I've mentioned it before, <laughs> but I'm a huge fan of uh, the, the, the free TV network Pluto TV has slow TV. Oh, yeah. it's just train rides through Norway. yeah, it's just I, a camera on the shit. front of a train in Norway. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, as an added bonus uh, with this whole paint mixing video thing that he started, this was essentially free marketing for the parent company that he worked for. I mean, look, do you really think that Generation Z or even millennials are all that interested in mixing house paints? Probably not. These videos, which were being viewed hundreds of thousands of times, were undoubtedly bringing at least some outside interest into the world of paints and what you can do with them and specifically what you could get made down at your local Sherwin-Williams store. Yeah. Uh, side note, the Sherwin-Williams logo is dystopian and horrifying, and they made the exact calculated wrong decision by actually firing Tony Pellicino upon finding about, out about his videos on TikTok.
1: This is especially infuriating because I've been reading multiple reports in just the past like month or so about how a lot of companies are all of a sudden making kind of unreasonable demands of their employees to, like, yeah. start promoting the business on TikTok. Yeah, like,
0: while you're here, by the way, no extra pay, but yeah. also if you could make some TikTok
1: videos about uh, it. I mean, like, yeah, like, Radio... Sh- or, no, uh, GameStop got in a bit of trouble by, like, starting a contest, like, at every GameStop branch. It's like, oh, whoever gets the most views on their GameStop TikTok gets free holiday hours or some shit. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's all over the business world. So it, it is funny that, like... Like, that sucks in its own way. And then the natural, but then,
0: like, rise of it actually gets shot down. Yeah,
1: but then you, you have this guy who's, like, legitimately into it, and it's the perfect... It just fits together perfectly. And Sherwin-Williams is like, You know
0: what? No free clout. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's such a strange choice. It makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Quote, According to termination papers Pilicino provided to BuzzFeed News, the official offense the company handed down to him was gross misconduct, which included the offenses of wasting properties and facilities and seriously embarrassing the company or its (laughs) products. So stupid. Fuck you. Pellicino told BuzzFeed News he did admit to filming TikToks while he was already mixing paints for customers when he first started posting to his channel in December 2019. But as his page grew, he committed to purchasing cans of paint with his employee discount. Quote, they first accused me of stealing. I told them I purchased all the paint, he said. They made me answer a bunch of questions like when I was doing this, where, if there was anyone in the store while I was doing filming. There was never anyone with me while I
0: was doing it. The whole story on BuzzFeed News is worth a read. And, it's infuriating. Uh, yeah, a lot of it is just depressing because of the way Sherwin-Williams acted. Basically, Tony fell in love with the job, really enjoyed mixing paints, just started filming it because he was passionate about it, and eventually started blowing up online. After his ex- after his success, he approached the paint company about how his videos might be great marketing for their brand. He even put together a yeah, pitch deck yeah. for them. and He went on like LinkedIn and actually like, found the marketing personally guy. messaged the executive. Like, he was...
1: This is the kind of employee you want as a business. He's passionate. He loves (laughs) the job. And he's
0: going above and beyond for the company. And they were like, nah, get rid of him. Yeah, No, he didn't even get like responses. Yeah, it it It, took months to get a response. And when he finally did, they just said, nah, we won't even look at the pitch deck that you made. Mm -hmm. Then shortly after that, they found his account online and started writing him up, eventually leading him to be fired. Uh, One of the things that I saw online, one of the hypotheses of this is that the actual marketing team saw it as a threat and started... Uh, like uh, filing complaints. I mean, yeah. If I if th- that actually does make sense, because,
1: uh, yeah, this is this is some like the old guard being terrified, like, oh god, we're all gonna be replaced that by teenagers. That guy's <laughs>
0: making us do more work. Uh, should, he, yeah. He's successful, and now we look stupid. That that it could mm, be a good could thing be. there, anyways.
1: Anyway, fuck Sherwin Williams. Fuck Sherwin Williams. Obviously, yes. Fuck them and their logo. But <laughs> the story does have a happy ending, sort of. I mean. Tony did not secure his dream job of securing a marketing budget from Sherwin-Williams. But his TikToks are still doing good. Uh, I believe he does them in, like, his friend's basement. Mm -hmm. Um, And all the recent attention about his story is it's helping. And in addition to that, he's found a new job after multiple offers came through as a result of his newly found fame. Uh, He's moving from Ohio to Orlando, Florida, where he'll be working full time for a company called Florida Paints, Mm -hmm. which is great. He gets to keep doing what makes him happy. and a company with a good head on its shoulders gets to reap the benefits. Yeah, it's it's easy. Uh, yeah, we all get a new company to hate for a new a few a few weeks. Um Ohio to Florida, that's, you know, two ends of the spectrum for craziness, but yeah, better weather. In a I, lot it's of a, ways.
0: easier to uh, assimilate yeah. or acclimate to it because the craziness just it, you're just going from one end of the stick to the other. Florida man mixes paints on the internet yeah. for fun and profit. Yeah. Anyways.
1: Anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh I Sherwin Williams is a company I don't think about ever, and now every, nobody thought about. it. Yeah, that. and now all, everyone's just like, "Fuck you, Sherwin Williams."
0: No, I wasn't even in
1: the market for paint, but now I know that when I am, I'm going to avoid use, your fucking yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah.
0: I'm going over to Florida Paints. I don't care if it has to ship across the country. Yeah, that guy's he's, he's mixing great. Look at this amazing job that he's doing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's it for today's show. We'll see you very soon. Probably do another video before or on Thanksgiving, but either way. There's one thing to remember. We're not your bosses here, but be safe, whatever the hell you do. Mm-hmm. Think about things before you do them. Uh, and if you have any free time, spend re ro- uh, rewatching all of our videos, including uh, brand new Weekly Weird News about Santa Claus and a somewhat fresh episode of News Dump. Mm. It smells great. Yep. It's, and if you can smell you don't have the virus. That's right. It's a good test. All right, bye. Bye.